0: what's up guys i'm alex and this is jake and we are intel sports so we've got all of the intro stuff out of the way hopefully you guys know us by now at least somewhat um but we are you know gonna talk about a lot of topics tonight and hopefully we get to all of them because we you know we had a crazy time trying to figure out what we wanted to talk about first um but you know we're just gonna talk briefly about um you know sunday's games um the packers the chiefs go pack go yep and uh, uh we're just gonna go in with let's start with the games on
1: sunday i guess hey how you feeling by the way uh, about the Denver broncos this past sunday you doing okay now what you know how they lost this past sunday you doing okay
0: i don't know what you're talking about i don't want to talk about it i don't Any- see the problem here anyway i see a very big issue here because jake seems to live on a different planet where the broncos lose i only live on planet winner
1: not in the past uh, four years, I okay. want to say.
0: All right. Anyway, let's let's talk about the Packers and the Chiefs. Okay, tell me tell me a little about a little bit about what you liked about that game. You
1: three. know, I liked what I saw from the Green Bay Packers offense. Um, just Aaron Rodgers has so much time to throw this year. It's absolutely insane. I have not seen him be able to stand in the pocket for that long in a while, and one of the pocket man (laughs) it is a pretty big pocket but uh no it's just insane because of how many times rogers was sacked last year and then seeing that he's not getting his hit uh as frequently as he was and the i don't know if you got a chance to see the full game but the final throw that he made for the go-ahead touchdown for the win was just absolutely crazy um And, you know, the one thing I would say about that game that I uh, didn't care for as much was our defense. The defense just had a hard time stopping Matt Moore, and that's the backup. Could you imagine if Stink and Patrick Mahomes would have been playing? We probably would have got a bigger shootout. I was going to say a bigger shootout, and I think the Chiefs might have taken that win. But you know what? The Packers came in and just grabbed the W. So I think that was a huge step for us. But um, I think the other thing, though, at the same time, that the Packers did take the ball away from LaShawn McCoy, and, uh, you know, it benefited us uh, really well and came out of Kansas City with a win and got the Chargers this uh, coming Sunday. Actually, I'll be there this week, so I'm super excited to go watch my Packers uh, win another uh, game.
0: Yeah, let's talk a little bit actually um, about what you think is going to happen with that game because that does seem like a really interesting
1: Well, I was looking at uh the statistics for this coming Sunday and I, bo- I can't remember what the numbers were but they're actually predicting that this is going to be pretty much a home game for the Packers because of the amount of tickets that were purchased in Wisconsin and how many Packer fans will be attending. So it's not even going to be really a away game for the packers in the sense it's going to be a home game
0: that is true i do agree with uh that you know anytime you have a huge fan base that's willing to travel to all that i'll you tell know, you distance, what though it it's, must it, it seems must like it's home.
1: that for the chargers that the stinking their own fans oh yeah aren't showing up to the games but can you really blame them i mean you go to the playoffs last year and you're just not doing well this season. But that's no excuse for a fan. A fan should always stick through uh, the seasons and the hard times and good times uh, with their favorite teams and stuff like that. Yeah,
0: we should have like a a trigger warning button for this or something because I feel like a lot of people get offended when you say like you're not a real fan because you didn't even show up. Well,
1: I wouldn't say it's me saying that they're not a real fan. I would say that it's just, you know... I've seen Washington Redskins fans who've been suffering forever, not winning for the longest time. Oakland Raider fans, no offense to any Raider fans. That one uh,
0: specific Raider fan friend that we have.
1: <laughs> it's not even a shot at him. I'm just saying, I mean, you haven't won in years, like, what do you expect?
0: No, I agree. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that that does kind of suck for, um, you know, team morale not having your fans show up oh, and yeah. the other team is like basically taking over the stadium. So I, I feel like that would contribute to a lot of the um, environment for the home players because they're thinking, you know, wow, this sucks. It doesn't even feel like we're playing for anybody here. So, I mean, it it, it definitely adds to team morale and it, it definitely affects plays. Um, so let's actually... Well,
1: I was going to also say, too, let's be honest. The Chargers should be in San Diego. Yeah. They should have never left San Diego. You got the Rams fans here, and the Rams are bigger in L.A. than the Chargers, and then you got eventually the Chargers and Rams going to be sharing the same stadium. What do you expect? Like, there's no way that you're going to see more Chargers fans come to this stadium than Rams fans, unless... Tom Brady miraculously ends up in LA with the Chargers. Could you imagine that?
0: That doesn't sound I mean, it sounds like a possibility, but it doesn't sound like it would be a very fun possibility. You know, when people think I would not Tom, be happy. Yeah, when people think Tom Brady, they think, Man, I hate the Patriots. I hate Tom Brady, but that's because he's such a good player. Now, here's the thing that sucks about that. Can you imagine a team like LA, you know, getting someone like Tom Brady?
1: Oh the moral of the team just boost and you I become mean, you can you become instant that's like Super Bowl favorites str-
0: that's straight powerhouse can but you imagine
1: then again at the same time for me I think that um this year Tom Brady hasn't been the Tom Brady of old literally I mean he's 42 years old so obviously he's not going to be that elite player but you can't take away the mindset that Tom Brady has and the way he's able to just execute an offense. I mean, he can play with no name guys and just put up a show and, you know, even if he doesn't perform well, they still find ways to win. Yeah,
0: obviously he's Tom Brady. He's like the Chuck Norris of football. Now,
1: Eh, let's not go that far.
0: I mean, I would, and I don't even like the guy, guy, dude, whatever he is. Anyway, (laughs) I, like, stuttered between saying guy and dude. So, there's that. Um, yeah, so, you know, it seems like it's going to be pretty interesting um, to see those two teams go at it uh, this Sunday, right?
1: Yeah, this Sunday is going to yeah. be the Chargers and the Packers. And you know what? My Packers are going to take another one home. And uh, we're going to leave that game 8-1 and one. And pretty soon we'll be taking on the San Francisco 49ers. And that's the one I'm super excited about.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And let's talk about, um, let's actually talk about their standing. So right on. Green Bay is third in NFC and the Niners are first. I mean, that's, <laughs> it's not the best. Actually, it's pretty good, but you know, what, what are your predictions as to where that happens? Because they're sitting at, the Packers are sitting at 7-1 and 49ers are at 7-0. So, I mean, that, that could be easily something that will flip within, you know, the span of a game. Well,
1: you know, the the term I always heard more than anything, um, any given Sunday. So, yeah, the San Francisco's are 7-0. Their defense is amazing. I love what I see from that defense just attacking the quarterback. I mean, look at what they did to Carolina this par- this past Sunday. That was just no- – I don't think anybody really realized or expected that kind of game to happen to the Panthers, and they got simply demolished. And, you know, I think, though, the difference between those two teams is the fact that Green Bay Packers have the best pure thrower of the football of all time. I don't even think it's close and I enjoyed watching old uh, videos and games of Dan Marino, but I think Aaron Rodgers just passes Dan Marino in the throwing, the ball aspect, the accuracy, um, the consistency. You know, early this year, uh, Aaron struggled a little bit, but at the same time, I think he was playing the game manager because the defense played so well. Mm -hmm. So, for me, I think... When you put Aaron Rodgers in those spots like, hey, I need the throw and I'm gonna have to win this game for us, no one's gonna stop him for crying yeah. out loud. He threw to his running back most of the game against Kansas City and their running back Aaron Jones led the game in receiving yards. That doesn't happen very often.
0: Yeah. And the fact yeah. that
1: it's happening, it's just That guy's it,
0: determined. That's that's it, in it just, one word, you know, that's it's simple to say but it's like arguably visible you can you can see it but it's it strikes you know when you when you corner him i mean even when you don't corner him the guy is like insane
1: well there's no doubt in my mind if i had if i was building a franchise you know if it's whether it's between the older guys or the younger guys if i'm building if i'm building for the future i'm taking patrick mahomes because that dude's elite joe montana well, I'm saying of current players.
0: Joe Montana. <laughs> Joe
1: Montana is, in my opinion, and you know I might give flack for this, but everyone always says Michael Jordan is undefeated in the finals, so he's the GOAT. So wouldn't Joe Montana be the GOAT if he's undefeated in Super Bowls? I mean, yeah, Tom Brady's done amazing things in his career, but there's but just – Joe Montana. But, man, the way Joe Montana – I I don't know. It's pretty close, though. Tom Brady's right there. But I even think that someone like Lawrence Taylor was a beast of a man. But we're getting off topic here. Uh, You asked me about the Packers and the Niners. That game's going to happen eventually. But, you know, we're leaving out the New Orleans Saints. Oh. And the New Orleans Saints has looked like a really good team this year. I mean – Drew Brees Brees (laughs) went down with an injury. Teddy Bridgewater steps in, plays lights-out football as a backup. Nobody expected him to do it, and he went undefeated in his starts, in all his starts. Drew Brees comes back, doesn't miss a beat. They're second place in the NFC. The postseason, whoever has number one seed, is going to be one happy camper because here's the thing i don't think a team wants to go to green bay in january because it is freezing cold and
0: yeah that doesn't sound like fun if
1: it goes through green bay i promise you you're going to be seeing the green bay packers in the super bowl all
0: right i can see that i can actually see that happening
1: i mean just imagine that like You want to, you're a California team, you're going to want to go all the way up to Green Bay in January when it's snowing?
0: No, sir.
1: Like, negative degrees? I don't think so.
0: I don't, I, yeah, I wouldn't do that either.
1: But, you know, and then we got a, a team like the Cowboys who are in, um, fourth place, the Seattle Seahawks who are also actually tied in second place, which is super weird to think about, um of the NFC West they uh I don't know why they said I said they're tied but they're not tied they're just second place in the NFC West uh division. Yeah. But see I'm just so excited. It's football. We actually it's, get to talk about football. It's getting the best ball There it is, man. It's the passion. Yeah. Um but you know what? It's just incredible to see these kind of teams and then the Vikings I'm I hate the Vikings cuz I'm a Packer fan, but you know what? I'm happy for their fans because the rivalry between the Packers and the Bears and the Packers and the Vikings from when Brett Favre went over to Minnesota. It was just a really cool thing to see. But, you know, looking at the schedules and looking uh, at one of these teams that could possibly fall out of place, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I could see the Dallas Cowboys uh, missing the playoffs. Um, I could definitely see the Cowboys losing out to Phil uh, the Philadelphia and Philadelphia taking that spot from them. I just think it's going to be kind of a roller coaster of a season still for both teams. I mean, I don't think either of them will get very far in the postseason. Um, and then when you focus in on the AFC, I mean, you got New England, obviously number one, the Colts number two, uh, the Ravens, the Chiefs, the Bills. It's just and the Texans. I feel so bad for because I mean. They lost J.J. Watt again. They traded yep. Jav- uh, Jadavion Clowney earlier this year, and their defense just does not look good. Uh, I feel bad for Deshaun Watson because that dude's a great young quarterback, and I think it's a coin flip if you want to take him or Patrick Mahomes. I mean, for me, it's the same thing.
0: I mean, for you know, for being where he's at, he's he's sixth place in passing stats. So, I mean. It, he's doing pretty well, it not obviously not the best, mm-hmm. but you know, it, compared to everybody else, like you know, you were talking about the the Cowboys, you got um, sorry, I'm blanking on his name, Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott, I exactly. I don't know, man, tenth I, tenth place compared to Deshaun, man,
1: like that's yeah, but here here's here's what you got to realize about the Dallas Cowboys, the Dallas Cowboys had the opportunity to play the New York Giants, who are terrible. The Washington Redskins and the Miami Dolphins. That it probably is not in that order, but regardless, your stats are gonna look good against those three teams. Yeah, that's true. Ask Tom Brady. Um, yeah, let's let's not talk about Tom Brady. I mean, it's just you know, I I get it. I I coming out of college, I thought Dak was gonna be um, a good quarterback. I thought he could be a game manager. I never thought really of him of a franchise quarterback per se. Um, Because Ezekiel Elliott is the engine for that offense. And Amari Cooper is the guy who makes Dak look pretty good. So you lose Amari, I think Dak's going to struggle. And, you know, I just don't think that he's the player that can carry the Cowboys all the way to a Super Bowl. And I think that's why we're seeing – uh, Jerry Jones and the son, uh, Stephen Jones, not want to pay Dak uh what he wants because I mean, are you gonna pay a guy forty million dollars a year to not bring you a championship? I mean, look at Tony Romo. Tony Romo was oh
0: no, not the Romo. I'm sorry, man. No. and I
1: love Tony Romo. Not but Tony Romo, Romo. Just uh, he couldn't do it. And, you Romo know, fever, man. He couldn't do it, and that's what bums me out because I love Tony. But unfortunately, Tony, you know, he'll always be loved by Cowboys fans except for the postseason moments or the injury moments. But I just, I think if you give Dak that money, he's not just him, but I I just think the Cowboys are going to be missing playoffs for a while. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. But one thing I know we did uh, find really interesting was the fact, let's think about this for a second. San Francisco 49ers, they're undefeated. New England Patriots are undefeated. The Indianapolis Colts, nobody gave them a shot this year because of losing Andrew Luck. Now, let's think about the crazy scenario here. You got Jimmy Garoppolo, who was traded to San Francisco, who was supposed to be the heir apparent to Tom Brady. And then you had Jimmy Garoppolo, actually, in the season which uh, Tom Brady got suspended. Replace uh Tom and then Jimmy got hurt, and guess who came in? Jacoby Brissett from the uh, Indianapolis Colts. And (laughs) yeah, you know yeah, and they're five and two. Nobody thought that from the Colts. I did. I I, did not. I I thought the Colts would have a losing season. I gave Cincinnati a better shot in the AFC than the Colts, and Cincinnati. Hasn't won a game.
0: Yeah, Cincinnati's not... They're
1: not even... I, I wouldn't even see them on the board. Could you imagine if we had Jacoby Brissett versus Tom Brady in the postseason? I'm not going to lie. That'd be so interesting to watch because, you know, I know the Patriots are undefeated, but in my opinion, I think that their record is a little tainted and the reason i say that is because the teams that they have played they haven't played very many good teams and you know they're going to have some teams coming up i think that are going to really test new england i don't trust new england's offensive line tom brady i think father time is catching up a little bit with him
0: yeah he's starting to look like he's he's slowing down a little he's bit he's slowing down if you notice mm-hmm. like
1: he gets he sees ghost in the pocket whenever yeah, he's... There, there's no defender near him and he gets the jitters and he misses a target i mean shoot he like i said he played miami he played washington he played new york i was not a good backup quarterback but i think i can throw for a little bit on those two uh those three teams but you know i'm i'm being also uh mean because i think i'd get pulverized by those three teams um i just think that Tom Brady it, I just I know he's a great he was a great quarterback. I just think Father Time's catching him. Um but I think the thing that would be I'm not going to lie it would be really exciting to see San Francisco versus New England in the Super Bowl. Jimmy Garoppolo, the guy who is supposed to replace Tom Brady and then Bill Belichick versus Kyle Shanahan. Uh I think that would be a must-see Super Bowl. As yeah. much as I would love to see Green Bay and New England, I've been dying to see Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. But Because I think last year when uh, Tom and Aaron played, obviously Aaron wasn't healthy. And, you know, it really, it really took the joy out. And I'm super sad that we uh, didn't get the win last year. But I think that would be another great matchup to see. Uh, what about you? Do you got... A Super Bowl matchup uh, matchup that you could see
0: I mean I I guess I have to agree with you it, it does kind of sit differently with me because me like hearing when I hear someone say you know it's it's Brady against um you know Rogers I think oh cool they're gonna get a chance to actually go at it with each other but with football it's different especially when they're both on offense and they're both quarterbacks. Exactly, It's like they never actually really take the field together, which is a little weird to me. I don't know why. It just, to me, that doesn't show competition, I guess. If there was a way where they would both be on the field, then, you know, that to me seems like it would be interesting. I think that'd be but a little weird, though. But it, Yeah, it doesn't make I mean, sense. In the, and se-
1: in the sense, I get it, but at the same time, you have to realize, too, it's more the statistics, like, yeah, and that's, that's one, one guy could have a good game, the other one could have a bad game. I mean, Tom Brady had a horrible game in the Super Bowl, but completed passes when it mattered. So, yeah, and I think that really showed us wow, Father Time is catching Tom. And, oh, it's catching him I mean, real he good. He struggled the team he struggled against the most was the Buffalo Bills this year. He did not play good against the Bills. That's and, actually surprising, though. I mean, to me, uh, the Bills are just a top defense. And I think if their quarterback was a little more polished, a little more seasoned, uh, I think that they would have a better shot actually at winning the division than the Patriots. Because honestly, if the Bills can keep getting some wins going, and if the Patriots fall off a bit, there's still a shot the Bills can win the the AFC East. Yeah. And yeah. when have we ever thought that would be possible against New England? Well, never. Never. And there it is.
0: There it is. So. All Brady, man. So let's go ahead and uh, I guess we can move over to, like, you know, standings of uh, players.
1: So let, let, So the MVP race, right? Yeah,
0: let's go with the MVP race. We'll start with, with uh, Jake's input on, you know, who he sees as MVP, why he sees them there. Um, Jake, take it away.
1: All right. So obviously for this one. I hid this from Alex because uh, I didn't want him copying my notes. Uh,
0: he doesn't have any notes, just so you know.
1: I actually do got some, but, you know. That's he's okay. not
0: looking at them. He's looking at himself in the mirror.
1: I'm trying to think of what I was going to say to Alex here. You know, it's it's a super close race. Um, Russell Wilson has looked phenomenal this year. Aaron Rodgers, he's picking his game back up and looked good the past two games. Mm-hmm and I love Aaron Rodgers. Alex can testify to that. I love Aaron Rodgers.
0: Yes, he loves Aaron Rodgers. Actually, I'm going to I'm going to tell a little story. Oh no. Because uh it's actually something that came up like very recently. We uh when we started setting up the podcast, I you know, I got into our our Instagram and I started looking through everything just to see like what I could <laughs> I can add oh, to, no, the, I know you're going to the to page this. and the very first message that Jake ever sent from our page was to Aaron Rodgers. It was I, saying, uh, <laughs> Hey, we're starting up a podcast. Would you be our guest or can we interview you?
1: Hey, I mean and I thought it would be I thought it'd be a good moment, you know. I never got a message back. That's kind of obvious. It's great,
0: but see, that's how much <laughs> this guy loves Aaron Rodgers.
1: It's it's a little weird, you know. It's questionable sometimes, but I, I don't think it's questionable. But, uh, but no, see, so he had, he showed you that's that's how much I love Aaron Rodgers. But if I had to pick a MVP today, it's Christian McCaffrey from Carolina. The numbers of what he's been doing for that offense without Cam Newton is incredible. To not have. Cam Newton there, they have a guy who's barely played in this league, didn't play um very much uh pro ball last year. I think he started a game last year, if I remember correctly. But he's taken the place of Cam, Kyle Allen, and you know what? Christian McCaffrey's just looked phenomenal. And if you look at the numbers for Christian McCaffrey, he has and this is this is all together, okay. So 180 touches. Wow. And 1078 total yards. Wow. And that's just in the first few weeks of the season. I think that we're going to see I I think he can get up past 2000 scrimmage yards. And I think he's going to I think he's going to get into the 300s, possibly 400s of how much he has to carry. This Carolina Panthers offense, obviously, depending on injury, hopefully he doesn't get hurt. I would hate to see that happen to anybody. But, you know, that's just how the seasons go sometimes. I mean, look at Patrick Mahomes. He's missing a couple games because of his knee. So, I mean, anything can happen in a season. But, to me, the number one player, to me, for MVP would be Christian McCaffrey, for sure. For MVP
0: okay cool i can see that number 22 he's a uh, relatively what what would you say relatively new a little uh, bit he, well, he hasn't been a- around as long as you know the other the other promising oh yeah no um,
1: he, he's not been around as long but you know i just think he's doing something we haven't seen before not in a long time to me he's reminding me of Reggie bush that's honestly who he's reminding me of back when I don't know if you ever got to watch Reggie Bush play very often in USC or when he was a New Orleans Saint but that guy could play but Christian McCaffrey is actually doing better and he's he's bringing what he learned from the college level to the pros and it's it's been so noticeable I don't know if he's just uh people are thinking ah, eh, you know Aaron Rodgers Russell uh was I almost said Westbrook uh, <laughs> Russell Wilson Yeah, they're putting up numbers with some different kind of targets, but the fact that Christian McCaffrey's carrying the Panthers on his back and just taking them where they want to go, I think that's I think that's insane. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's But hold on, I got to know who's your MVP? Who do you, who could you see? I mean geez, there's a there's a lot of
0: To me, I really honestly only ever think of one name that ever comes to mind of promising people and that's got to be uh jared from the rams jared goff you think jared goff's mvp this year i've honestly dude he's not played good he he hasn't but you know what it's always that that underdog that comes up out of. oh nowhere. so this is your wild card I, I guess you could say that i don't know
1: sure why not sure why not uh he's seemed- <laughs> soon he seems pretty confident. I it's because
0: I literally don't, you know. MVP to me is more. What name stands out to you, and that's like one of the, one of the only names that stands out to me.
1: Yeah, but I mean, you have to also look at it this way. I mean, think back. Adrian Peterson. A lot of people thought that maybe Peyton Manning would win it over him. Um, Adrian Peterson had to win it. I mean, rushing for over two thousand rushing not. Not total uh, not total yards rushing, he went over 2,000 yards. And that's just crazy. It hasn't been done since, I believe, Eric Dickerson did it. And he came really close to breaking that record. I just think that Christian McCaffrey is just a different animal. And I think he's a guy that a lot of people and a lot of fans are excited about. And I think uh, come voting time, I think he's going to get a lot of love. And I think he'll end up winning the MVP. Sounds good. That's good. I can can
0: definitely I can see that. So, let's go ahead and talk about uh Super Bowl. Super Bowl, yeah. Who can you see being the Super Bowl champs? Or I should start off with who could you see going to the Super Bowl? Like not not a not favorites that are going to Super Bowl, more of like a reasonable statistically wise Super Bowl prospects.
1: You know, let me first say this, and Alex can um, tell me if uh, he remembers this or not, but before the season started, I said I got a feeling about Green Bay this year. I think Green Bay is going to do better than they have the past two seasons, and I think they're going to make the playoffs. And, you know, I love Green Bay, but unfortunately i can't pick them to showcase uh, themselves in the super bowl this year the team i'm loving uh this is from the nfc side of things is the new orleans saints i just think the new orleans saints are so sound offensively sound i think they're defensively sound and if they get home field advantage throughout the playoffs that place is insane in new orleans you can't quarterbacks talk about it they can't hear the play calls they can't hear what's going on because of the fan the fans house how loud they are but new orleans is the team i love for sure now my afc i would say i got i gotta go baltimore ravens i love what lamar jackson's doing i love what melvin uh not melvin i'm sorry um i'm i'm having a brain fart on his name right now but melvin ingram sorry and uh i just love how they're doing things with the running attack i love how lamar jackson has progressed as a quarterback i think he has become and this is crazy to say i think he's become more electric than michael vick
0: whoa and ladies and gentlemen jake just said more electric
1: now, now I want people to think about that because a lot of ben people, Vic. Michael Vick was phenomenal. He could run the ball. He could throw it. But Michael Vick did not learn how to throw this quick as Lamar Jackson. And Lamar Jackson is out to prove himself because that kid was told that he should probably switch positions to wide receiver in the NFL. And he said, no, I'm going to be a quarterback. And he has gone out with Greg Roman As his offensive coordinator, and coincidentally, Greg Roman was Colin Kaepernick's offensive coordinator when San Francisco made the Super Bowl. So, I can totally see uh, Baltimore making the Super Bowl this year. Yes,
0: but good things take time. Like, fine wine and cheeses.
1: I don't know if that has to do with this topic, but...
0: Well, you said because... Vic took some time, you know, before he could he could pass good.
1: That's true. And it
0: took more time for him to be able to do that.
1: That's true. But also, at the same time, Vic unfortunately had his off-the-field incidents that happened to him that caused him to miss a lot of time on the field. And, you know, I think maybe if Michael was, uh, if he hadn't gotten in trouble, I think he could have definitely thrived. I think he would have succeeded and been uh, around a little bit longer than what he was. Um, But he also took punishment on his body from all the times he gets hit. And so that's what I'm a little concerned about, Lamar Jackson. But overall, I just think Lamar Jackson's the guy. I think he's got all the tools to be a franchise quarterback. I think he's learning everything. And, you know, I think he's just going to be spot on. I think he's going to be the guy to get Baltimore there.
0: So, that sounds sounds like a reasonable, um, what would you call that? Prediction? Yeah. Yeah, we'll call it reasonable prediction. Are you going to um, pick the Broncos? You watch yourself. <laughs> the Broncos are the best thing to happen to football. You know why? Because no team has been good and then sucked and come back with such greatness. And notice I say come back because I'm speaking of the future. Okay. They are going to come back, and they are going to take it all.
1: And you know why? Because. Is Peyton Manning coming out of retirement? I don't You know what? Okay. Maybe it's a good going We Tebow's don't, we don't come need save
0: Manning. No. Tebow is off doing his own thing in baseball. I believe. Okay. I see it. We are going to get a perfectly good, perfectly qualified quarterback. To fulfill the purpose
1: of winning. Until you guys get rid of John Elway, there is no saving that franchise. Okay, that I can agree with because that guy is like... Great uh, quarterback, all-time great. He cannot pick talent to save his life. No. Well, let me rephrase that. He can pick them when they're free agents. He can't pick them when they're in the draft.
0: Yes, very nicely said. That does make a lot of sense, though. But anyway, let's talk about this Sunday's game. Actually, between the uh, Pats and the Ravens. Oh, man. So, Oh man. that sounds like a doozy, you know, considering the fact that, uh, you know, the Patriots are doing so well and they're undefeated right now. But the Ravens are the NFL's number one for defense. So, are they really? I didn't think that they were number one right now. I mean, I would say so. Huh. I I would bring up some highlights, but we're a podcast. We don't have videos right now.
1: Yeah, that's true. But, you know, honestly, I don't think Baltimore is a top defense right now. They're struggling. They're struggling really bad uh, against running uh, running backs, some wide receivers a little bit. Uh, The defense that's the best defense this year is New England. The way that they have held teams out of games is – incredible i think they're only allowing 14 points a game i think even less than that i i just man you know i just think new england's special i think their defense this year is just so special and it just kind of goes to show you again the cleveland browns blew it again (laughs) letting jamie collins go and then uh jason mccourty is over there and devin mccourty his bro his twin brother Jason went and joined uh, New England, and Stephon Gilmore is playing lights out. Buffalo let him walk, and I think Buffalo is going to ever regret doing that. But, I mean, Defensive Player of the Year, I think it has to go through either Jamie Collins or Stephon Gilmore. Those two have been playing lights out defensive football, which is why I'm going with the Baltimore Ravens this Sunday. Oh, my gosh. I just think, listen, like I said, Lamar Jackson is a different animal. I think he's going to be one of those guys that can't really get stopped. And I think that he's going to go – I think he's going to go into Baltimore this Sunday, lead his team to a home win because Bill Belichick talked about himself. He said that he's a problem. And the problem is that Lamar can run. And I think that's going to throw off New England's defense a little bit. So my score prediction for this game, I'm going to go Baltimore 28, and I'm going to go New England 24. I feel like it's going to be closer than that. Really? You think closer than 28 to 24? What's your score? Well, you gotta go with
0: twenty seven, twenty eight, man. You think twenty seven, twenty eight? I think they're gonna get that last field goal
1: in. But who do you think is gonna win? Who Who do you think?
0: Well, I mean, you know, it's a good question because seeing as the Patriots are so promising this season, and everything that you just said about the Ravens, I, I'm not not that I'm hopping on the bandwagon, but I will say that if those roles were switched, Ravens. 27,
1: Patriots 28, then I would – that's thats what I'm calling. So you got the New England Patriots winning. Yes. 28 to 27. Yes, sir. Oh, man.
0: I just feel like they are they're, they're going to get there. The Ravens are going to get there. But that last field goal is going to be maybe the only fighting chance or even the only, you know, dignity-defining play that they're going to have.
1: Well, one thing that's gonna be a struggle for New England is that they just, uh, released their kicker today, Mike Nugent, after four games.
0: How do you say his last name? Nug- Mike,
1: uh, Nugent. Mike Nugent. 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 Mike Nugent. 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 Okay. It's kind of weird. It yeah, it sounds a but little interesting. They already cut him after four games. Now they got to find a new kicker. So that might that prediction might be a little rough. You sure you want to go with it?
0: Hey, I'm saying Patriots are going to go TDs, I don't know field goals. Okay, that I think they'll be fine without a kicker, like I said because they're they're not going to need to get that extra edge I guess you can say on the Ravens. I feel like they're just going to go completely for it, put in a second string kicker, do something, find some random dude. Off so pretty of the much bleachers. you're saying
1: that Bill Belichick is just going to figure it out.
0: No. Because I was going to say, I will Bill, won't... Bill I... is not going to figure it out.
1: The Brady man is. Whoa, hold on here. Bill Belichick is the mastermind of that team. Eh? 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 This is coming from the Broncos fan.
0: You know what? If I had a penny for every time you brought up how the Broncos suck... Dude, your I would team's have so bad. four pennies by now. Listen,
1: your team's so bad, I have a bet with Jacob Todd that if the Raiders don't make the playoffs, he has to wear a Broncos shirt every single Friday night.
0: See, but that doesn't mean that the team is bad. That just means that you're punishing him because he's a diehard Raiders fan. So basically, That's true. any other team that goes against his is, is an insult for him to wear the jersey.
1: Well, it's more of an insult, one, because, yeah, the Broncos are their rivals, but also, two...
0: No, no, don't say it. I know, what, I know what you're going to say.
1: I said it. Broncos suck.
0: You know what? Anywho. Okay. I, I'm not going to debate that. I am in too much of
1: an emotional
0: state from Sunday. They're
1: so bad they're taking applicants from off the street to come play football for them.
0: No, they're not. Are they really?
1: <laughs> no, but they should. Wow. Yeah, I actually kind of agree with that.
0: Maybe they should take applicants for the, you know, the coach.
1: Uh, I'll I'll hop on that offer right away.
0: Let's do it. You should get in there, turn that team around. That'll be great. Well, that actually concludes our session tonight. Um, Jake, do you have anything you want to close with?
1: As always, go Pat. Go. Thank you guys for joining in with us here on Intel Sports, with. The sore loser Denver Broncos fan. I wasn't even a sore loser. (laughs) What do you mean? He hates losing.
0: I do hate losing. That doesn't mean I'm a sore loser. Uh, I will take a beating when I need it. If, If the team sucks, then they kind of deserve to be beat. That's true. So it's definitely better than winning based on trash calls and luck. Very true. Amen. All right. So this concludes our episode one. Or whatever we're gonna call it, what do you what do you think we should call it, Jake? I would
1: just call it uh, the welcome episode. The welcome,
0: the welcome episode. Everybody, this concludes it. Anyway, hey, I'm a Packer uh,
1: fan. I can pick whatever I want. We won on Sunday. Oh my gosh.
0: Okay, we'll change, <coughs> we'll change the title to Big old Mister Gloat Pants over here um but that is it and we will see you guys for the next one see you later guys